Hello, and welcome to Nakubo in Brief, a podcast from the National Association of College and University Business Officers. On this series, we explore the opportunities and challenges facing the higher education business office. I'm Liz Clark, Vice President for Policy and Research, and today I'm delighted to have with me one of my colleagues at Nakubo, Kelly Rainey, Senior Director of Grants Management. Kelly, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. So happy to have you here and to be talking today about a really important grant that Nakubo received, actually a series of grants that Nakubo received in 2021 uh, that is focused on strategically financing equitable student outcomes. So, Kelly, give us an introduction to this grant work that we're doing here at Nakubo. Absolutely. So, as you said, uh, we received uh, multiple grants um, for multiple years of implementation of really defining various different tools and resources uh, that can help institutions not only strategically finance, but really look at sustainable equitable student outcomes for students. We see a lot of trend information, even information that we have provided to institutions of thinking about what's happening with today's students. Um, We know there's concerns um, around uh, educational attainment. We know that there's long-term impact from a financial standpoint for various different underserved populations, um, high-need populations of students um, that have a long-term impact um, on being able to be employed um, and being able to advance um, from a social mobility standpoint. And then we also hear quite a bit from our members In regards to the internal impact, it relates to sustaining equitable student outcomes. We know that um, many times our institutions are struggling to figure out how to scale. um, And when they have special programs on campus, how do I then reach a broader audience? Um, We also know that many of them struggle when it comes to a, a project or initiative that has been grant funded. Um, and that grant starts to run out. How do we sustain that? Um, And oftentimes our CBOs are brought to the table at the 11th hour, and they're not really sure as to all the details that relate to that. So we're scrambling oftentimes to figure out how do we best support our students in these efforts around retention, persistence, and completion. So the grant uh, really has defined an opportunity for us to be able to not only examine and discover um, ways in which we can better support our institutions, but also almost by default, is allowing us to realize how our CBO's roles are evolving. Um, If they're brought to the table sooner, earlier, they're engaging with various different constituents on campus around this topic, how can they then better support our institutions and overall our students and really looking at scalability, sustainability, and really overall strategic finance. So we've been happy to really engage with so many different campuses in this work, 26 institutions in particular, and they have been very instrumental in helping us to think through this and actually help us develop some tools and resources that ultimately we're going to share out with the greater community. Kelly, you mentioned the important role of business officers coming up with this model. And you mentioned the 26 institutions that you're working with. What does that mean? Who are you actually working with when digging in and rolling up your sleeves on the work of this grant? 
Yes, we do have um, a nice assortment of 26 institutions. When we went through the process for those who were interested and were applying, we purposely wanted institutions that were seeing a high number of Pell Grant students that were already looking at work around pathways and doing some transfer initiatives um, that we can get a better sense of how to support in those efforts and learn from them as well. Um, We wanted institutions that were community colleges, rural, um, that were serving various different minority groups, so HSIs and HBCUs, um, but we also wanted large. We wanted some who were multi-district institutions as well, and so we have a really vast assortment from coast to coast. Um, um, institutions such as Rutgers University Newark, we have Alamo Colleges District, we have Riverside Community College District, um, we have smaller institutions like Bennett College and, and Stillman uh, College and North Park University. Um, many of these institutions have been members with us for years and others are learning about us now. Uh, and we're using all of that intel to really help us understand how we can better support all of our members and future members too. Fantastic. So we will, on the Nakubo In Brief website, include a list of the institutions that are working with you. Uh, each of those teams that comes to this project includes a chief business officer. Is that correct? Absolutely. They are held responsible for leading the charge on their campus. And are they bringing any other members of their own respective teams to some of the work on this project? They are. Many are including, uh, well, they've done it in different ways. Let me say it this way, uh, because when we first started the work, um, we were in the first phase of discovery. Uh, and when they asked us who should be at the table for these conversations, we gave them some suggestions as to who to consider. Um, and we really wanted them to first kind of think about the makeup and culture of their campus. So many brought forward, um, whether it was an IT individual, institutional research individual who was also a part of their team, um, uh, their, maybe their assistant, um, uh, whether it was an assistant vice president or a comptroller or um, individuals within their financial services. Uh, and as the conversations continued, they ended up actually evolving their groups. And we purposely said, think about who should be at the table as your conversations continue. Um, And we prompted them every six months to reimagine that um, because they learn from each other and they learn from their own experiences of really having conversation about where are we going next? What do we need to improve upon? I think another person needs to be at the tables. What ended up happening with many of the groups, they did evolve their institutional teams that are working on this, but they also branched out beyond their own offices. Um, some ended up reaching across the aisle in their academic areas, bringing in their provost, their vice president of academic affairs, um, or even deans and faculty members in general, enrollment management, student success. Um, Some who didn't have necessarily institutional research at the table at first ended up bringing institutional research to the table. Um, So they really have been doing a great job of really partnering and having a collaboration of conversation as it relates to this work. So these strategically selected institutions and the strategically selected teams that have come together have brought you and others leading the project to a position of having essentially three lanes of work or three phases uh, that you are currently embarking on. Can you tell us uh, a little bit about each of the three lanes uh, that you're working on? 
Uh, so as I mentioned, the first phase of this work was around discovery. And we purposely took the institutions through a what we call a driver diagram activity. And it allowed us to really start to examine not only what are some of the barriers that they're encountering, but if they were to apply change efforts, what would they seek to improve upon? Um, what would be some of the main areas of need that are critical to the overall mission of the institution, but also what would really help move the needle on their priorities. Uh, and so we went through that activity actually over a six month period, and it helped us to start categorizing these project areas of focus where we would want to build tools, resources that will help institutions in these buckets. Um, and we didn't anticipate up front what would come to the table. We imagined that what there would be a lot around budgeting and planning, um, because that's part of our conversation in general. We imagine we would hear a lot about ROI, return on investment, but we weren't sure what were they, what would be other things of interest that would come through these conversations. Uh, and so as we moved forward through that first six months towards the end of that, um, we ended up realizing that there were some significant buckets that automatically were generated. The biggest one, which probably 99% of all of the institutions that are working with us brought it back to data. Data seems to be the foundational element that is a thread throughout everything we do. Um, the conversations that we had with each institution, you saw the spectrum of, of, of across a data thread. Those institutions that are struggling with just getting the data points. They have systems that don't talk to each other. Uh, they have shadow databases. They have missing data, incorrect data. Um, and they're struggling with being able to tell their story because of those pain points at that one point of the spectrum. As you move down the spectrum, we had other institutions that would say, we have data for days. Uh, we, we, we measure everything, but we don't do a good job of analyzing it. We don't do do a good job of really understanding what the data means and what story it's telling. What can you do to help us with that? And then we had others that are doing a great job of doing analysis, but as a community, they're struggling with how to use it, um, how to leverage it to inform decisions, but also how to tell their story better. Um, and so everything came back to this data to inform decisions from an infrastructure, analytics, and usage standpoint. That then moved into what the second bucket or the second focus area was around looking at financially uh, looking at optimizing our different efforts, particularly with an enhanced ROI concept. So many of our institutions, they feel like we do the standard ROI calculations. Everyone has is able to, to kind of build that basic ROI model. But oftentimes it only considers just the financial side of things. How can we provide a better picture, a bigger picture with more data, mm -hmm. more insights, and also telling our story based on student need that may also drive back to being mission critical, even though it may be a loss leader from a financial standpoint, mm -hmm. but is a bigger gain from our identity, our brand, our reputation, and supporting the students. So how can we tell a better story when we're looking at data that ultimately helps to tell uh, the better story for the students with an ROI 
concept. Mm-hmm. Um, so that moved kind of a next level up from the first one. And then the third bucket really focuses on our processes, our planning efforts, and our budgeting. Um, what we heard from institutions was the fact that oftentimes our own planning efforts, our own budgeting processes, our own practices are actually what hinder students from moving forward. Um, that when you start looking at populations of students, some of our processes are actually hindering more of them in certain populations or groups or underserved groups from being able to move through our institutions, retention focus, persistence, overall completion. What if we start looking and examining and helping to enhance our processes with a student-centered mindset? Mm -hmm. What designs could be helpful to help our own CBOs and their overall campuses with understanding how to examine that. Um, not saying we have to throw away what we've been doing for years, but can we layer on top of that more intelligence that can examine that in greater detail? And maybe that reflection can help us figure out better processes, enhancements without sacrificing compliance and regulations as well. So those are our three focus areas. And based on those three focus areas, that moved us into the next phase of tool development. So we have uh, this really exciting overarching problem that that we want to a model to help finance institutions in ways that meets the needs of our most challenged students, uh, which has not been easy for any institution. From there, you identified a strategically a group of partner institutions to be a part of the creative thinking behind this work and identified these three specific areas to solve this problem, to get to get to the nut, um, uh, looking at data to inform decisions, optimizing financial resources, and thinking about the ROI in a slightly different way, not just a, a financial measure at the end of the day, and then how you actually could apply those to the planning processes and budgeting areas. So, at the end of the day, we have these three areas where, where folks realize they needed an investment. What, and, and you just kind of led us there. What's, what's the goal from there? I realize we're not quite there yet, but you're embarking on that next step to address these challenges. What is that next step? From there, we started designing and building tools, working with the institution. Um, so overall, the project is using a modified network improvement community model. It's modified because we have created a project team that does the heavy lift for the institutions. Um, they are the ones who are kind of our brain trust. They're able to give some reaction to what we build based on the conversations. We take the heavy lift of creation and they examine, give some feedback to that um, and are able to really test out what we're actually developing. So we spent, after discovery, spent time actually designing and starting to create and build the resources to align with those project focus areas. Based on, again, back to the activities that they worked on during discovery to help address their areas of improvement. A great example is that we we knew that many wanted to focus in on how do I look at the bigger picture uh, when it comes to return on investment. So we started designing tools 
for example, in that vein, and others to really help to align and give institutions the opportunity to test those things out. So we spent six months designing, um, and we're now in the third phase of the project that allows us to start testing and refining what we built. Um, we actually mapped out a full calendar year to be able to test and refine because we want to be able to move forward with saying that these institutions, the level of diversity amongst these institutions, were able to say, this has been tested by this type of institution. This is the type of feedback. This is how it worked for them. Um, and here's some things to think about if you're interested in using the tool. Um, we also wanted to be able to continue to refine and think of other supports that go in concert with the tool. So instead of just providing, here's an Excel document, go forth have mm -hmm. fun. We wanted to be able to also support it with wraparound content, things that relate to the use case, how to think about lift, also how to think about what prompts can help you move forward in leveraging that tool, instructions, additional resources of support, calling back to resources that we have at Nukubo that can give them additional intel and considerations of thinking about utilizing and leveraging the tools. So everything is packaged with support so that institutions can leverage these free tools with enough intel on how do I move forward um, with this. Uh, and so we definitely are embarking more on um, testing than we thought we were going to do. Um, we thought we would come up with about three or four tools initially mm -hmm. uh, that individuals would be able to test. We ended up with 12 Wow. <laughs> uh, and we were kind of surprised that 12 actually is what people are really testing right now amongst the 26 institutions. Uh, they give us great feedback every week that we meet with them. Um, and we're, we've constantly been refining those as we move forward. We still have about six months left of testing. Mm -hmm. um, and we imagine not all 12 will move forward in the first release. Okay. We probably will have about between eight or 10. And then uh, we'll refine the other ones that are still kind of left in an incubator state okay. um, as we continue to learn. But we want to release tools that fall under each one of those three buckets that I mentioned before. Um, and again, even calling back to the session we had earlier where we were talking with various different participants who are here at the conference about the current state of the, the project, um, we asked them, you know, which of the buckets do you feel like you really need right now? What is a critical need? The data came right back to the top. So we know that though, that, that not alone is a, an area that we have to help support our community in. Um, and it is a foundational element so they can then use the other tools as well. We will then move to the final phase of the project uh, in 2024, in spring of 2024, which is our scale and delivery, uh, where we will share out with the greater community the tools that have been designed with those wraparound support um, resources. And we will also try to make sure that individuals know a path of how do I start thinking about leveraging the tools. Kelly at Nakubo, I've been what I'd say is arm's length from project, but I know I'm really excited because I've seen this progress over time. And as we go into and prepare for 2024, that final year of this grant project, I, I can see, see signs of where this testing is leading and what kind of tools will actually be in the hands of our members. I know our grant funders have been excited about progress we've been making as well. Uh, let's circle around. Who were the grant funders of this project? So our primary funder is Ascendium, uh, but they gave the, the major lion's share of the 
the funds, and they actually uh, helped to fund a planning grant right before we had this particular implementation grant to help us start to examine even this concept. Uh, and based on the learnings from the planning grant really led to the this work um, that we're doing today. Uh, we also have both College Futures, which is California-based, and Trellis, which is Texas-based, that are very interested in how we can better support institutions within those two states as well. Uh, and we think that actually is giving us some very rich information too, because we do have several institutions, four in particular uh, within California, five within Texas, that gives us a better sense of how we can think about supporting at a state level. Um, many of the conversations we've been having, uh, particularly with California, they're looking to see what they could share out and look at from whether it's community colleges in California or it's the four years how can something be designed and even scaled with all of the institutions in mind? Uh, and so we've had great opportunities of actually supporting um, our institutions that are a part of this this work and going to their conferences and talking about this work with their colleagues because they are they want to hear and um, give additional opportunities for those to share and give some feedback as well during this. Um, and that's one of the things that we are excited to say is that we're not waiting to the end of the grant to share about the experience. Um, we feel that all Intel can be very valuable during this. And so if there's institutions that want to jump in now and start doing some beta testing with us and giving us feedback, we're welcoming all of that. Um, we know that there are some institutions that need this now. They can't afford to test. They have to be able to leverage something now to help them move forward. And we don't want to risk that being a limitation just because of the timing of the grant. If there's something we're doing now and it's a available, we're willing to help um, address that too. Fantastic. Well, Kelly, this is the first time I've had the opportunity to chat with you here on Nakubo in brief about this project. I really look forward to bringing you back to the show again, uh, maybe in the third year of the grant when we can talk more about those deliverables and how they're being put to use and maybe some of the results of the testing as well. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us. Let me just uh, let me just ask, is there, do you have any uh, final thoughts? Uh, just if institutions are interested, um, like just like you said, uh, we are not at the end of the road yet, but we are very open to getting feedback from anyone who's interested and feel free to contact me. We would love to have additional intel. Absolutely. Kelly, we will put your information online along with other resources about this grant work at nakubo.org. You'll find them in the Nakubo in Brief podcast area of our website. Uh, thank you for joining me today. And thank you listeners for joining us as well. Thank you for the opportunity. 